Oh. Randolph White retired from his job at the paper mill in Georgetown 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon... I was in the, uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. Then my whole house shook. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. I love this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah. For me and the Lord. I dig that guy, too. We got an understanding. Mm-hmm. We're on a mission from God. Yeah, man, on a mission from God. I uh, don't have Patrick pulled up on the screen, so I can't see him right now. I know he's got his tinfoil hat on, though. <laughs> putting the band back together. Oh. Forget it. Don't wait. We're on a mission from God. Here, let me record the video here. Recording in progress. I'm Matt, always unprepared. Putting the band back you got to understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matthew to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Hey, Aaron, you know, uh, someone uh, grabbed me the, at the show the other night. And uh, he's like, I really like your shirt. <laughs> I really like your shirt. I'm like, yeah, it's a podcast. And he goes... I just like your shirt, man. <laughs> you didn't want to hear nothing about the podcast. I see. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. I just want to know, could he pass a sobriety test? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, he was all right. Yeah. Okay. In fact, uh, he was behind us on the way out to the car, and uh, I could hear him talking about the shirt again to his buddy. <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Strike up the band, Sal. Mm. So, um, I've been talking to Patrick Shipley. He's on the line here. He's muted at the moment, but there he is. He's got his tinfoil hat on. Patrick Shipley from Faithhead. And every once in a while, we get texting about conspiracy theories. And I went, would you like to come on and do a conspiracy theory show with us? I think that would be fun. And uh, I don't know. There's stuff going on lately. That Here's my feeling on conspiracy theories. Is if they just tell us the truth, show us the video, give us the audio, whatever it is, there wouldn't be any conspiracy theories. And uh, my example is the Paul Pelosi getting head, hit in the head with a hammer. Tons of conspiracy theories going around about that thing until you actually got to see the video and saw how violent it was. And I, I, uh, I felt bad for that guy, Paul Pelosi, not the criminal. <laughs> um, well, you know the criminal. Did they show how he got in the house? Uh, I don't know. Did do you remember that P Funk? I thought he was invited in, or he broke in through a window. Yeah, he broke in through, through a window. window. Yeah, That's I it. think that was it. Because okay. once you saw the video, you could tell he was not invited in, and Paul Pelosi was kind of like just trying to keep everything calm. I think he knew that, you know, hey, there should be some people watching the house, but just like in the uh, 
in the case of Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, maybe the cameras weren't working for 30 minutes or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> they just weren't showing up. <laughs> I know, there's like two stories there, and you know, people were running through with the one, and it's like, oh, he broke in through a window. Yeah, but see, the, that's the thing is, is the all the theories could have been just done away with had you released the video. I don't know what the big deal was about releasing the video. And by the way, as Americans, don't we have a right to know what's going on at the house of the third in line to the presidency? Not their private house. I would agree. I would agree. Not their private house. All right. Well, you and I would disagree on okay. that because I, I think that uh, if if you're that high up, the and something like this goes on at at uh, you know something violent like this goes on at the house of the third in line that. Um, I don't know. I think we kind of got a right to know. Well, I get, did, I get did that. They, didn't they eventually? Eventually, release? after, okay. you know, people were going on for it forever about it. Uh, but they really didn't want to. What's your opinion? What's your opinion on that thing? Me? Yeah, you. I, well, it's just like all things that involve politicians. If their mouths are talking, I'm assuming they're lying. <laughs> um, you know, for the most part, you know, I, I, I kind of... It was kind of weird. You know, the whole thing was just weird. Like you said, they they just didn't come out outright and say things. And then, you know, you had the whole, you know, he's a you know, homosexual or bisexual, whatever it is. And you know, the 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 guy, the perpetrator himself was, I mean, he was just your classic uh, you know, you could say he fit the whole you know, conspiracy mold of somebody you would oh, want yeah. to get involved in the situation. For sure. So he's like an activist and this, that, and the other thing, living in like his van or something. <laughs> yeah. Down by the river. Yeah, out there in Berkeley <laughs> now. By the river. I don't know if you've ever been to Berkeley, uh, Patrick, but, no. it, it, you know, even the normal people there are a little nutty, okay? And it's right outside of, uh, of San Francisco. Hey, huh? Is that not here? Not, not, didn't he, wasn't that near Haight-Ashbury? No, uh, it's on the other side of the bridge from San oh, okay. Francisco. So, uh, it, I mean, literally, on the uh, if, once you cross the bridge, you almost drop into Berkeley. However, from the time you exit the bridge to the time you get to Berkeley, because of traffic, it'll t- probably take you about 45 minutes, uh, even though it's only about five miles. And that's not a joke. I've never joke. been to Northern California, so I wouldn't know. I've been to Southern California, but north, not northern. The, I'll tell you that I think the traffic in Southern California probably moves better than the traffic in San Francisco. See, I'm in, uh, I guess, northeastern California. I mean, I'm more towards the, the line. So when you see those pictures of, oh, you live in Northern California and it shows San Francisco and it says, no, I live in Northern California and it shows the lakes, that's closer to where I am. Uh, okay. Uh, but... I mean, they. I guess I'm only an hour away from, you know, the lakes and the mountains and stuff like that. So it's not far. But I mean, you do have to admit that the media was quick to jump on uh, that guy and try to make him out to be a MAGA supporter. Yeah, it's kind of their default setting. Yeah. And uh, uh, AOC jumping out there, everybody jumping out there. He's a MAGA supporter until you saw a picture of where he lived. You went, nah, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. 
Yeah. Um, I think he was just a deranged lunatic, to tell you the truth. Um, there's a lot of them running around right now. Well, and there's a lot of them in the Bay Area. And uh, once again, not a joke. But, hey, before I get into this, I got to I gotta tell you this. this It's very brief, this dream that I had the other night. So Aaron and I went to see a, uh, a rock show. Aaron, uh, mostly we went to see Alice Cooper. Yes. But uh, the others on the, the list were Filter and and um, uh, Rob Zombie. And it was a great time. But and was, at Christian Band Ministry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. We're suing you now. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, I purposely avoided that one, Aaron. But since you brought it up. So, <laughs> ministry, I know that Aaron has no idea who Ministry is. They're not a Christian band. I know that. Yeah, they're not a Christian <laughs> band. And uh, but they had a big cross on stage um, that was all lit up, and and it wasn't anything blasphemous or sacrilege. It was just a big cross lit up, and I saw Aaron like grabbing his phone, like he was going to take a picture or something. And I went, oh, I hope he's not going to post this on the Rock Salt page. Go look, check out the Christian band ministry we've gone to see. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, I. It'd be cool if they actually had someone dressed as Jesus building a hot rod on stage during the see, entire set. Uh, <laughs> see, now, oh my God! Now marketing you, opportunity missed. You, right yes, there. you hit on it. That was the one song I wanted to see him do. They got a song called "Jesus Built My Hot Rod," and yeah, yeah. they didn't play it. What? Yeah, right. I was a That's little like Motorhead not playing Ace of Spades. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little disappointed, but I will say, man, their drummer, their drummer was amazing. I, I told Aaron, I went, I would just, what do you call that? Because in a in a uh, uh, on a guitar, it's called a lick or a riff. What do you call that when it's just a drum beat that is over? And well, over? I mean, it's a drum beat. It's a you know a drum fill, a drum groove. Yeah. Maybe you should have Dale on here and talk drums. It <laughs> should. So, uh, anyways, it, it was that some is kind of number one song on Spotify. Jesus built my hot. Ride. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. it's not suitable for us, but it's a great song. Yeah. Um, I just want to love you. Yeah. It's very. Uh, it's kind of rockabilly, and it's very uh, uh, creative. Is that a good you know, way to... What? Speaking. Speaking of drums. Uh, ministry actually, um, they model their drum sound after ZZ Tops. Did they really? I didn't yeah, know that. That's, that's their ideal drum sound. Well, I uh, I turned to Aaron at one point as this guy was. I was watching his arms go crazy, and he was doing this techno drum beat that was. Uh, I I don't know how to. I don't speak musician, but it's it was super fast, and I went. Oh, yeah. uh, that's something I would just put on a loop. I wouldn't sit there and play, but man, he played the whole song. There probably was one. I, I, there probably was, but still, I was impressed. Uh, but anyways, on the way down to the show, and by the way, uh, Alice Cooper, it, once Alice Cooper, it, Rob Zombie was on after Alice Cooper, and I, after Alice Cooper was over, I was like, you know, I wouldn't be disappointed if we went home now. I mean, that was a great show right there. But um, anyhow... When we were driving down there, Aaron and I was I was trying to avoid politics because my son was in the car and he doesn't care for the politic talk. 
And uh, so I tried to avoid it, and, and Aaron and I finally got got going on politics. And I had my little rant about, you know, uh, Lauren Boebert, and I said, you know, here's my feeling on the Lauren Boebert video is uh, I did not see one child in that video. For everybody going off about their kids in the room, uh, I didn't see one child in that video. So... And my wife even asked me because we didn't we hadn't talked about it. She doesn't talk politics at all. Um, she's like, "Well, is that an all ages, you know, performance of Beetlejuice, or was it an adults only performance of Beetlejuice?" And that was before I brought anything up. And I went, "That's a good question because I didn't see any children in the room. Not saying there wasn't, just saying I didn't see any. There were people acting like children. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Named Lauren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, uh, you know, I said to my wife, look, um, yeah, this video kind of makes her look hypocritical. You're not wrong. But in her defense, I will say that um, she has apologized. Now, if that's genuine or not, that's yet to be seen. But... She did apologize, and uh, if she does it again or something outlandish like that again, well, then, you know, maybe we need to have a talk. But um, I said, you know, the thing that I noticed in that really was she looked like a teenager in love, a teenager in love. Or in lust. Or in lust, yes. Um you know, she just kind of threw it all out the window, and she's just having fun at the at the show. Was it the right kind of fun? No, I probably would have been a little upset myself. But uh, I said, you know, we all do stupid things when we get in that mindset, and uh, and that's kind of what I think happened there. She just was kind of smitten, and you could see it in her face, and she was she just went over the top. So um, I was telling. Aaron, you know, honestly, all of these politicians, I don't care uh, which side they're on, they're all acting like a bunch of grade schoolers. Oh, if you like Russell Brand, you can't be one of us. And you, you, that, Am I right? Am I right? No, that's pretty much spot on. Yeah, okay. So I'm really tired of all that. I'm like, I just, honestly, I'd like to see you guys pass some laws. I'd like to see you do the job I paid you to do. And I'm not seeing that at the moment, but uh, and so they're while they're all going nuts about Lauren Boebert. So I had this dream about Lauren Boebert that night. <laughs> um, kids, huh? parents, mom, let the kids go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll keep it as clean as possible. Um, I, I dreamt that I was watching it on on YouTube or something like that because I'm known to watch these congressional hearings and everything. And Lauren Boebert showed up in, uh, and it was kind of like classic. Um, classic burlesque type of you know big poofy dress and you know that sort of thing and she uh accident quote unquote accidentally trips and falls into a senator's lap <laughs> and and a, a democrat quickly uh calls for her to be censured and <laughs> and the republicans go i'll go nay and i'm like yeah you would expect that from the republican she's a republican and he and then he turns he goes how about the democrats and they all go nay 
and that's where I woke up. <laughs> oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I guess I was the yeah, only one that thought that was funny. <laughs> well, I'm sitting there thinking, man, you do need to get avoid politics for a few days. <laughs> it was simply because we were having that conversation. So, well, you know, be careful when you start talking about Pelosi too much. She might take you to the dark side. I know. I know. And she doesn't live far. You know, she's only a couple hours away. <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyway, oh, Beetlejuice, <laughs> they should have they should have got they should have got her to, you know, be in the Lauren, Lauren Boebert version of Beetlejuice <laughs> that she was watching. Is she a dead ringer or what? <laughs> Who? uh uh, what's her name from Chicago? The mayor of Chicago, oh, former mayor Lightfoot. of Chicago. Like, yeah, Lori, Lori Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Beetlejuice. Yes. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah. Um, all, all I had to say was, uh, I don't know. Look, look at, uh, look at the Republican women versus the Democrat women. And, uh, I tend to think that living a good life tends to help you, your appearance, maybe. True. Am I would I, have <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, we yeah. all know Nancy loves her bottle more than she loves her husband. Um, and ice cream, too. And ice cream. <laughs> what is it about ice cream? I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I I, uh, I have a quick, since you bring that up, I have a quick conspiracy theory. I was going to do this, and I'd forgotten until just now. Okay. Um, I saw a video on Facebook, and... I reposted it, and it was of um, it was of a mother with her son and Joe Biden. the The son was meeting Joe Biden. Of course, he's a little kid, you know. Was that where she pulls him away? Uh, it's, like it's the one where Joe Biden said to him, "You are a sexy child." Yeah, I think that you're you're correct. You are like the one where he's in a brown suit. I don't remember. Because, wearing a brown suit or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Because the um, uh, the video was literally scrubbed. I could not find it anywhere. Imagine that. Anywhere. And, I mean, it dropped from my account within I'm, within five minutes. It was gone. And I went looking all over the internet for it, and it was nowhere to be found. And uh, he says, "Now don't tell your don't tell your mom that." Yeah, and, I remember that. And uh, and then he says to the mom, "I hope you're not recording this." And she goes, "Oh, I'm recording this." And he kind of had this "oh, geez" look on my on his face. Um, you know, let's talk to conspiracy conspiracy theories. They, they told where's me not the to video? talk to kids. Yeah, where's the video that? Oh man! Well, the one video I, I've yet to be able to find is that one of the Maui fire, where everybody says, uh, you know, it was the uh, energy directed weapon. I've I, seen a lot of videos, but I've never saw the one that everybody talked about. Well, that was one of the, you know, I sent you over uh, a few topics, and and uh, we kind of both agreed. Well, the the Maui thing's kind of a, yeah, there's not a whole lot of meat there. But um, I saw, and I couldn't find the video again. I saw a video of someone with a laser, uh, this blue laser, and uh, they had a, or green laser, whatever color it was, but they had a, a, a blue T-shirt, 
and the laser did nothing to that. And on the on the one side it had a red, and on the other side it had like a brown T-shirt. And as soon as the laser hit those, they went up. Okay. Now I didn't read a lot on the Maui fire, maybe like you guys have. What caused the fire? Well, they're saying, and I did see video. I'm sorry, I cut you off there, P Funk. Uh, no, it's fine. I, I did see video of a tree falling on a power line. And that's what they're saying happened. It was a windy day, and a and an old tree fell down on a power line. Is that the same? Because there was a hurricane. Huh? There was a hurricane. Yeah, a hurricane. Okay. Causing all the wind was a hurricane. Okay. So, yeah. So, but, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've looked. I, I scoured the internet, and and I, and I didn't. What part? Y'all know. Y'all have trees in Northern California, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how um, familiar if y'all ever been around a brush fire or anything like that. You know, trees, you know, live trees normally don't burn up in a fire. Right. And they're, mo- I mean, they're like 50% water. And yeah. The other percent no so, matter. So the trees here in Northern Cal are dry. You know, we got a lot of redwoods and, you know, mm-hmm. pine trees and stuff like that. And uh, they are dry because, uh, you know, if you listen to our uh, governor, Newsom, he'll tell you it's all it's entirely because of climate change. And uh, if you listen to reality, you'll know that um, we don't clean up those forests. We don't do controlled burns. We don't do anything because it hurts the climate because climate change. So it's cyclical with that guy. Okay. And um, so we have PG&E out here. And if you don't know who PG&E is, go watch Aaron Brockovich. You'll find out what a reputable company they are. Um, mm-hmm. And they have power lines that, and this is not an exaggeration, are 100 years old. 100 years old these towers are nice yeah and uh uh aaron your your friend frank he brought in a different view which is hey i bet you didn't know uh that the california government is making pg e jump through all these hoops to get those fixed they won't let them fix them they won't let them <laughs> fix the the hundred year old power lines so uh, what happens is when we get any wind out here, thankfully I'm not P- on PG&E for my power, but uh, when we get any wind out here, they just uh, call it a, what do they call it? A, 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 it's not an emergency, but they, they shut the power off. They turn all the it's power a rolling off. Blackout? No, it's not a rolling blackout. Um, they, they do that. Um, that's in the with, summertime. Also. Yeah, when they when they they but they do shut down um, different areas. Um, and PG and E is the one that's done this now. Yeah, because it, like we're not going to be bl- We have tried to fix these lines. Um, we realize they are old, and because uh, you know the spotted owl or whatever endangered species in the area. We don't. We don't want you affecting the uh, natural environment. So, because you you to fix these lines, you got to go and bulldoze some areas. Yeah, to get you're gonna to have them. to clear some trees. Yeah, and oh no, they can't do that. 
And they're like, okay, so we're just going to shut down the power now. And that's what they done. There were several times, not well, not several, but there were a few times during the summer we had um, heat, and then the winds would come in and uh, uh, up our Highway 50, I forget what they call that area, El Dorado Hills area. Uh, they just shut down the power. Yeah. My friend, you know, and my, these are these are you know that area is very wealthy. You know these are not people that want to go without, and they just basically said, if you like it or not, we're just going to shut down. The yeah, power. and by the way, there's also a lot of uh, people that have lived there for years and years and years that they're old, and uh, they can't be without electricity, and they can't be without electricity when when it hits 110 degrees out here. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it does get it does. And now it's not the entire summer. That's 110 degrees. It's it's usually only like a week or two, but it becomes really unbearable unless you've got a good air conditioner and you go out seeking. You jump in your car because it's got air conditioning and you go out seeking like Walmart or something like that. So you can be in someplace cool until it cools off a little bit. And sometimes it doesn't cool off. I mean, it, sometimes it's still. 90-something degrees, it feels like Las Vegas. But uh, so that's what they're that's what they're doing out in Hawaii as well. They're just shutting the power off in case of a, a windstorm. But here's the, the here's the thing that's a little different between Hawaii and California is, uh, well, we're high desert here in California, and Maui is tropical. The climates are different. Yeah. Am I, am I right? I hope so. I mean, and, and I mean, it kind of goes to what you were saying, which is those uh, those trees are full of water, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we yeah, get, we yeah, got a lot of dry trees out here, but uh, and I'm not saying that there aren't dead trees in in Maui. I'm just saying, uh, it well, doesn't add I up to me. I think where this uh, this conspiracy theory really gets got started with that was because not too long before the fire, and I was actually looking for it, there's a YouTube video uh, that went around talking about how they were trying to turn Maui into one of the smart cities. And I'm going to, if I can drop it into chat, I'm going to send you the link. Okay. Because I, you know, the, the, the long and the short of it was, um, it should be... There go. Should I should I play this video? No, no, but it's something certainly for you to watch. I, I okay. posted it. Uh, maybe, yeah, I did yeah, it twice. Maybe you can anyways. Maybe you can include that link when you post this up, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. So the gist of it, I think how it all became a conspiracy theory was is just, you know, I can't remember exactly if it was like a few weeks prior or a few months prior. They were talking about turning Maui City, Maui into a smart city. And, you know, it's one of the 15-minute cities. And ironically, Chattanooga, they're talking about turning it, you know, turning it into kind of a smart city, too. Not going over very well. Um, they've started, you know, we got rid of a uh, few, about 10 years ago, we got rid of all the cameras, you know, mm-hmm. you know, said they were uh, illegal. And now they're, what they're trying to do is put cameras back into every intersection again. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fight here. But I think where that started was, you know, they were talking about turning Maui into a smart city. And that way, you know, the residents could have access to everything and whatnot. 
So I think the the leap forward from that was, oh, they burned it down so they could rebuild this smart city. Because, you know, I mean, those residents are sitting on prime real estate. Well, they are. And and this is not a conspiracy theory. This is uh, this is fact that they are telling those residents, you may not get your property back. We may take that to make, quote unquote, a memorial for, for for the fire. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's true. I mean, that's a definite overreach, uh, I think. Oh, I, I think that that's a, definitely a Supreme Court fight that they'll probably lose unless there's some corruption involved. What do they call that? Eminent domain? Yeah. Where they government yeah. seizes property? Yeah. This is something, you know, the voters have got to, uh, we need to get something, you know, a little bit more firmed up in our constitution, apparently. Uh, because, I mean, it's, they're, I mean, this is what they were fighting, you know, our founding fathers were fighting amongst other things, you know, but anyways. But yeah, I think that's kind of where it all kind of, you know, springboarded into it's, you know, it's, it was conspiracy, you know, energy weapons. And, and I don't know if you've ever seen a transformer explode. It's quite the sight. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I think there's a, there's a, a few videos in that link, um, of the fire itself and you can see like big flashes and, and i'm like is that what everybody's talking about and i think it's just where transformers were going up that's that's kind of what i mean if you're gonna look at it logically that's that's where i'm gonna go is yeah. uh it's a transformer blowing up and those things i mean <laughs> think of the death star blowing up kind of looks like that yeah i mean it was just you know it was just a, a, a very tragic series of unfortunate events you know from what i could see you know you only had one way out of there you know they were telling people stay in their cars and you know some people were complying and others like we're gonna die and those are the ones that survived you know and and it's sad and i'm not you know belittling in any form or fashion it's is quite tragic and you know, again, as you said, opening, you know, if the government would just come out and just say, well, you know, this is what we're going to do. And they're exacerbating it. Have you seen the um, blue Maui roof tarps? Yeah. They're doing. Yeah. They couldn't pick. You got all this weird conspiracy crap going on and you couldn't find a different color <laughs> of tarp to put over people's houses. Right. You're not helping yourself. Uncle Sam, you're not helping yourself. Well, you know, <laughs> see, and and I look at a lot of these things as a money grab, and I'm going to talk about The Rock and Oprah and their their quote unquote uh, charity. It's a money grab. I, I, I'll say it right out because uh, uh, I, you know, I don't got a lot to lose here, <laughs> but uh, I believe that it is a money grab, and those two are grabbing at a lot of money. Uh, the Rock and Oprah have more than enough money to rebuild that city on their own. They they do. Uh, they can help those people. They can help their neighbors. They can help them. But instead, they uh, you know set up a fund and asked everybody else to fill up the coffers. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. so they wouldn't have to. Um, but it's come out that they put people in place. You know, to manage that fund, the guy at the top is making like four or five hundred thousand dollars annually. Annually, 
four or five hundred thousand dollars annually to manage a fund that's supposed to go to the people of Maui and you're you're fleecing America because you got you know you got trusting people you got little old ladies that that you know uh they just want to help so they send their last 10 bucks off to Maui and thinking it's going to go to you know help some poor family and no it's going to help that rich family get richer that's a money grab that's my conspiracy theory and uh it's a land grab it's a money grab and uh you're probably not wrong that they do want that 15 minute city there i i believe is there ceo sam sam <laughs> the guy from uh that took all the money from uh the bitcoin or oh, whatever that guy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> is his name sam yeah what's his name i don't remember his name but sam friedman or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh that, that's my feeling on it um I think those people need to be strong. I think they need to do this is my opinion. This is the this is what the people of Maui need to do. There's a couple of things. Be strong. Stand up and go $700 not enough. Uh stand up and say Rock and and Oprah, you're not helping us. Go public with that. Say, I haven't seen one thing. One thing from any of these people. And seven hundred dollars is not going to rebuild my home. Um, no, not in the slightest. With the, uh, I I heard this on Joe Rogan. Do you know how much it would take? What they estimate, how much it would take to rebuild what was lost in the Maui fires? I, I I'll go around. P Funk, what do you think? I thought I that's the, was that on the episode with the uh, Tulsi Gabbard and the. I believe uh, it is. Uh, yeah. I think you said what seven hundred fifty million, something like that. Oh no, it was more than that. It was more than that. Maybe was it was it? A, maybe it was a different episode. But Aaron, into, the, into the billions. I, I remember specifically assume. watching yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, I saw the Tulsa yeah. Gabbard one. It's that's a good one. But uh, they they estimated it would take five billion dollars to to totally rebuild everything, and then Rogan, uh, hmm. uh, you know, contrasted that by saying. We accidentally sent six billion dollars to Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now, if I'm a Hawaiian, <laughs> I'm a little upset about that. You accidentally, quote unquote, sent six billion dollars to Ukraine, but I get seven hundred dollars to do as I wish. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, what's a gallon of milk out there? I know it's insane. Before the fires, I know it was insane. A gallon of milk was like six, seven dollars, something like that. Uh, well, what? Well, that's six, seven dollars here. Well, I mean, I bought a gallon this morning. One percent. It was two eighty nine, something like that. And that was cheap. cheap. That was cheap. Yeah, the average price was about four something. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, what I'm getting at is. If you take your $700 government check on down to Walmart and in Maui, uh, you're probably getting about a, a half a cart full of groceries. Yeah. Now, I think the president's response was pathetic. And it was it was almost, I mean, you could say it was a non-response, and he made it worse when he got there, and he was talking about, yeah, I had a fire in my kitchen, and I was worried about my secret files from the White House and my Corvette. <laughs> 
Yeah, I I, I played that for a buddy, and I said, uh, you know, I get where he's trying to go with this. I don't I don't give that guy any leeway, by the way. But I I said I get where he's trying to go with this. He's trying to relate, and uh, I'm sorry. The people of Maui cannot relate to your 60-something Corvette. I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's not any 60-something Corvettes out there because they'll rust. They'll rust within a couple of years. I don't care what you do to that car. It won't last. So there's not a lot of classic cars in Hawaii, I would assume. Been a long time since I've been there. But... uh, I'm sorry, these people can't relate to your classic Corvette. And you had a they gotta you had a, get you had a kitchen. They gotta fire. get organized something. What's that? They gotta get organized now. They've got well, the people of Maui gotta get that's organized. that's my other question for the people of Maui. I would really love to ask any of them, which is um, you know, uh Maui's or a Hawaii's blue state, and uh, you guys I, I mean, I don't mean to sound heartless, but you guys voted for this. You voted for your $700. And um, so my question would be, how are you going to vote in the next election? Uh, take out. Well, we might turn red after this. Yeah, take out who uh, who might be running. It doesn't matter who's running. Are you going to vote red or blue? Because blue did nothing for you. Nothing for you. So, I mean, uh, I'm not saying red's going to do that much better, but uh, I don't know. I'd be of the opinion of saying, well, that didn't work. Let's try something new. Yeah. How are we doing on time? Because I definitely want to get around talking about the F-35. Let's oh, talk yeah, about yeah. the F-35 right yeah. now. Yeah. Let's talk let's, about let's the on, Before we do that, because uh, let's talk about Russell Brand for a minute. Yeah, that okay. one's one. If I think if there was anybody on the planet that saw through that mess right off the get-go, that was mostly everybody. <laughs> right. Like, we were talking. I was like, yeah, that's pretty straightforward. I mean, everybody's like, he was once the darling, and now he's like public enemy number one. Because he's actually become probably one of the top investigative journalists on the planet now. Right. I guess since uh, Julian Assange is... Uh, out of the picture because of the governments of the world trying to snuff him out of existence. But Russell Brand, you know, I mean, it's just like, you know, anybody that's bucking the system seems to have sexual uh, yeah. assault charges thrown against them pretty I suspect Joe Rogan will probably have some next. You know, here's the thing about Joe Rogan, though, is I don't think he cares. And, you know, he just... I mean, he he stood up against the cancel culture on the on the COVID thing, and still came yeah. out on top. The dude's got right. the number one podcast. I mean, think about it though. I mean, there are major organizations running media. Well, they tried and with one Joe though. Dude, to, this one dude, the pen that he was doing drugs and all these other things <laughs> and all that on joe yeah but the problem is 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 joe is very honest about what he does yeah i understand that and and again also too is russell brand's been known to uh uh date a lot of women and uh you know to me they could get him but on those things with joe joe's married joe didn't date around uh pretty straightforward guys you said always honest 
Uh, Russell Brand is kind of like, you know, yeah, he's had his days, but uh, he's pretty straight and narrow. And uh, they thought, let's take the best shot we can at him. Now, I don't, you know, he says he didn't do it. Uh, we'll see. Well, here's my opinion on on uh, on Russell, which is I I've always been a Russell Brand fan because the guy speaks his truth, whatever it is. It, he truly believes whatever it is that he's saying. Okay, um, it, it's kind of like what I say about Bernie Sanders. You know, uh, I don't agree with Bernie's truth, but the dude does not flip flop. He's the same today as he was 30 years ago. He even looks the same. Yeah. Plus three houses. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I do troll Bernie on on uh, Twitter, you know, going, hey, you're into socialism. You got three houses. How about taking in a couple of homeless families and show, everyone, show everybody how well socialism works, please? And, what you preach there, brother? Yeah, he never responds, and I don't know why. Because he doesn't practice what he preaches <laughs> yeah. in, in certain areas. Again, well, like, you know, like I said, uh, I think Bernie believes what he's preaching. Uh, I, but I also think that Bernie knows. Well, hey, if I can get this socialism thing going, I'm already on on the ruling class, so it's not really going to affect me. <laughs> yeah, but, well, I think it's. I think everybody's seeing through the. Let's see from right off the bat, everybody's seeing the lies out of the whole Russell brand thing. So, yeah. Now here's what I found interesting. And I, I pointed out this to my son. Now my son and I, we do not agree politically. We do tend to get in fights. So we don't talk a lot of politics uh, because we don't agree. Um, and we're both Scottish and we kind of just, you know, it's my way or the highway type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, but the uh, um, I do notice the coincidences, and this is what I brought up to him, was Russell came out of nowhere. Now, he's always been there, but he suddenly got put on the pedestal after being on Bill Maher. It's like, wait, wait, Russell's always been there, and uh, wait, all of a sudden, he's he's in your face type of, he's everywhere now. Yeah. I went, well, that's pretty convenient. I always thought that was odd. And uh, well, I, what's that? It's shocking that Bill Maher has kind of come over to that side too. Well, you know, he's. I, I like Bill Maher. I've always liked Bill Maher for the same reason, which is guy doesn't change. He's, he's, he's nutty about Trump. And I disagree with him on most everything that he says about Trump. But I don't disagree with him on his, you know, views on woke politics and stuff like that. And uh, I was just watching something with uh, him and Jordan Peterson yesterday, and uh, he brought it up again, which is he says the the left says that I've changed. He goes, I haven't changed. They have, you know, and it's true. He hasn't changed. Uh, the left has got crazy, crazy. So. But, yeah, Russell Brand gets put on this pedestal after Bill Maher. He's uh, on YouTube. He's on Rumble. And um, I watch him. I don't watch him all the time. The guy talks really, really fast, and so it's hard to keep up sometimes. But every once in a while, he's got a topic on. I watch the Tucker Carlson interview and stuff like that. 
And the guy's smart, and he's interesting, and he's well-read. He's got his facts. He can make his point. He's become the best investigative journalist. He really has. And Now, yeah. you think Megyn Kelly saying something the other day will bring credence to those uh What did Megyn Kelly say? Well, she just said, hold your horses, because a lot of people were like, you know, we're like, you know, yeah, this is probably fake and phony. Uh-huh. You know, they're going. the left is going after him because he's uh, not one of them anymore. Even though he is, he just didn't go to crazy town with them all. Right. Uh, and she said, you know, some of these things could be credible and all that. And again, I haven't looked into it. Uh, I, first, when I heard about this on Twitter, I was like, this is a hit piece. Yeah. Uh, they don't like him anymore. Now, again, I, I don't want to call these ladies liars. Uh, this will play itself out. Um, we're going to see what happens, but this to me off the top of my head seems like a hit piece on a guy that, uh, is starting to turn on, uh, on those who have gone to crazy town. Yeah. And now Russell Brand is not a Republican. He, he's an independent. He'll tell you that. And, um, then, uh, um, at the same time, he just, he's digging up dirt. And then this is what I found interesting was um, every time they use the uh, let me preface this. Um, if if he did something, he needs to be held accountable. OK, sure. Amen. Uh, he, need, he needs to be held accountable for sure. Um, but my question, this is where I raise my hand. I My question is, hey, I'll come every time there's sexual assault allegations it's from 30 years ago i mean pick your name brett kavanaugh right. kevin spacey uh you know who pick your pick your person um it's from 30 something years ago 20 30 years ago um and what i said to uh, my son was you know what was going on 20 30 years ago in russell brand's life that dude was out of his mind on drugs and alcohol. Out of his mind. He'll tell yep. you he was. And um, I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying, let's look at the mindset when people are on drugs and alcohol. They do things they wouldn't normally do. And they don't remember a lot of things that they do. Um, yeah. It's not a defense. I ain't defending him on it. I'm just saying you got to look at this thing logically. And um, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, this is where the, the, you know, I start to respect people like Rose McGowan because I don't respect people like Ashley Judd, you know, where she was, uh, you know, oh, well, Harvey Weinstein, he's the greatest man ever until a whole bunch of people got together. And then she came out and went, Harvey Weinstein's the worst person ever. And I went, well, you had the power. You had the voice. You could have said something. You had a bigger voice than Rose McGowan did. You could have said something back then and saved a whole lot of people. But you didn't. You chose to save your career. You chose to save your career instead. So you're not a hero. You're not a hero. Yeah, we'll just see yeah. where that plays out. Um, now we're going to get to our third, uh, I guess, topic or yeah. whatever. The, Let me uh, the the F thirty five or can I? Uh, you know, I want to play this uh, news clip from NBC if you don't okay. mind, because okay. it kind of gives all the details on it. 
and then we can uh it's not conspiracy theory related or anything it's just the details of the of the case it's got a 9-11 call in it <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, when i saw that on twitter i was like this is a joke this is like a parody yeah this isn't funny and then it was real yeah here here's the nbc news with uh uh the dude from second sacramento okay uh what's his name uh, uh brian no who is this guy tell me tell me what his name is you know you'll know him okay. i can't think of his name brian holt is that his name? I could be. 911 audio just released reveals stunning new details about the minutes after the pilot ejected from that F-35 fighter jet. The pilot heard on the phone after landing in a backyard. Here's Blaine Alexander. As a $100 million military fighter jet tore unmanned through the South Carolina sky, tonight, for the first time, we're hearing from its pilot in a 911 call moments after he parachuted to safety. We have a military jet crash. I'm the pilot. We need to get uh, rescue rolling. The 47-year-old pilot was flying an F-35 Sunday, but had to eject, landing in the backyard of a North Charleston home where a stunned homeowner called 911. I guess we got a pilot at our house, and he says he got ejected. So he ejected from the plane. So yeah. we just see if we could get some ambulance, please. I'm sorry, what happened? We got a pilot in the house. And I guess he landed in my backyard. The pilot describes his harrowing escape, saying, incredibly, his only injury is back pain. How far did he fall? I was at 2,000 feet. And what caused the fall? An aircraft failure. He urgently tells the dispatcher the plane is likely going down. I'm not sure where the airplane is. It would have crash-landed somewhere. I ejected. I understand, sir. It was ultimately found some 80 miles away after crashing into a field. Officials have not said what went wrong, but just this week, the Government Accountability Office released a report on the F-35 program, saying the fleet's mission-capable rate was about 55 percent, consistently failing to meet performance goals. It comes after this stunning crash landing last December in Texas, where an F-35 pilot had to eject on the runway. And officials say the investigation into this latest crash will take several months. Okay. There's the clip. Got to give you an update. What and, you uh, it rolled right into a commercial there, but um, I want to start this out by saying I'm part of an Air Force family. <laughs> My dad was in the uh, Air Force. He was a officer in the Air Force, part of Strategic Air Command, and I grew up on a SAC base. And I'm going to tell you. I, I wish he was here today because I, I'd be interviewing him. I don't buy any of this story. Any of this story. I don't I don't believe that... It, it, now, I said it earlier with, you know, all you had to do was release uh, the tapes of Pelosi, but I don't believe that if you got an investigation into a missing fighter jet, that you quickly release the 9-11 call from the pilot. I, I think you keep all of that safe for the investigation. What, what's your opinion? Well, it's all very suspect. Um, you know, first of all, I think the one is 
the one everybody's like, we can't track this multi-million dollar plane. <laughs> well, it's very stealth. GPS on my car. <laughs> they know where my car is. I you know what it I did like not cost it did not cost several million yeah. dollars. You know, uh, everybody is going, couldn't we just get some Apple air tags on these jets? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean it's like uh, come on now. I mean it is it is just bizarre. Yeah. I mean, it is just absolutely bizarre. And, you know, and then, you know, this is not Malaysian flight uh, 370. Which is, you know, a, this that's is, a whole other conspiracy theory. Where is that plane? Yeah. But, you know, it kind of reeks of the same thing. You know, you know, transponder, black box, you know, yeah. there's all, there's all kinds of, you know, why, you know. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a pilot or anything like that, but I do believe that the transponder is not something you can just turn off. It's on unless the thing's damaged. Or, yeah. I believe. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not a pilot myself, but, you know, the, you know, the, there's just so many things, you know, um, I don't know where to begin on all this. Well, let's because, let's I mean, begin. So let's much. begin with, dude. Where's my plane? Yeah, I mean, they put out uh, how embarrassing as a country. I'm embarrassed. Okay, you put out like a radio commercial or something. If you happen to see our jet, here's a number you could call. What? Are you kidding me? So, all right. So. Uh, he, the pilot, so the pilot ejected, right? Right. So, so we we believe that the pilot ejected. So for in order for him to eject from that plane, there has to be a certain criteria for him to eject. Right. You know. You know. So and I'm not going to break all that down. Everybody can go read it for themselves. So what was the criteria for him to say, "I'm outie," because you know it's not. I mean, it's 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 not a light decision to make when you're moving at that highest speed and that altitude. I mean, even though today our technology is far better for pilots, because usually after you eject, you pretty much, you know, in the olden days, you wrecked your body right. and you were done. You're not flying anymore. Though, so nowadays, and considering this is our most technical advanced fighter, you know, you know, it's not it's not as as a career ender as it once was but what were the real conditions for him to say i'm out of here so did he lose control of the plane was it a technical malfunction you know this is you know and, and it's not an inexpensive plane yeah it's like a hundred you know, million dollar plane yeah i mean so now you know if it's a technical malfunction you know you know you would think he would try to you know, I mean, try to land it, you know, somewhere. Well, I think that's know, got a, I think that's got a way heavy on him, you know, as he's going through the thought process of, I might have to eject out of this thing is, you know, well, I, I know what's going through his head is uh, I'm going to have to go through a review board. I'm going to have to answer all sorts of questions. I'm going to have to know what I did wrong. Um, if and, I can, if I even survive, yeah, and um, and I could, I could kill somebody on the ground with this plane, and um, while I'm at it, it's a hundred million dollars, or eighty so million dollars, or whatever it is, but it's up there. Yeah, 
So the question lies in, what are they really telling us is the reason he ejected? And no one has given us a solid answer on that. Now, one theory I heard on the news was um, that, well, the, the most laughable theory is the one where they said, hey, he ejected due to bad weather. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is supposed to be like one of the uh, most uh, superior fighter jets out there. And it can't fly through a storm. Oh, yeah. we can't fight the enemy today. It's raining. <laughs> yeah. You know, war's called off due to rain. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> fifty a, mile an hour winds. <laughs> but I have a, I have a cousin whose son, who is a Marine Corps, is in the Marine Corps, and he's learning to be a mechanic. And they were telling uh, his uh, mother was telling me, you know, he has to learn, you know, in order to you know to work on them. They they teach them how to fly them and how to crash them. Oh, you know, interesting. So imagine that you're going to work, you know, to learn. Oh, today we're going. I'm going to show you how to crash a plane. And, you, know, you normal people think eh, it's kind of a bad idea it, to crash a plane, but yeah. And he's just a mechanic. Okay, now think about it. he's just a he's like a mechanic knows how to you know crash a plane. So this again, hundred million dollars worth of machinery there. What were the criteria? So, so I mean, that's a guy. You're a pilot. You don't want to make mad at you. The, yeah. the mechanic. Yeah, and again, I'm not faulting him at all. Yeah. I'm not faulting the pilot at all. Thank God he's alive. But um, you know, yeah, I'm not, again, I'm not faulting why, the pilot why either. The government is, why there's conspiracy theories about it, because they're not coming out with the you know, with a, a plausible explanation. You think they should, like right away? No. Okay. Me personally, no. How many, um, how many months? Hey, uh, Three me, months? Six no, months? Let what? me tell you. Let me tell you how I would have handled all all of this if I if I was the guy in charge. Is uh, uh, I I think it's indisputable that you know the uh, the plane or the pilot ejected, the plane crashed. I think we know all that. I think that's yeah. undisputed. Um, and I come out and I say, look, we're doing our investigations. I don't want to I don't want to even suppose what might have happened until I have the facts. This is very serious. Um and we will we do owe you a, a you know an answer on this because it's your money, but right now I can't give you that answer and I'd only be speculating. So, have you ever Yeah. Give me give Go me ahead. give me 3 months, give me 6 months, whatever they think the investigation's going to take. And I'm going to come back to you with a report. This is what a good president does, by the way. I'm going to come yeah. back to you with a report, and I'm going to tell you what's going on here. Because one of the theories that I heard on the news was, um, and I think it's a very plausible theory, is that the plane got hacked. Somebody hacked into the computer and took over the plane. And that's why it that's flew another hard. 80 miles and they didn't know where it was because the computers were hacked and that's how the transponders shut off and that's how they didn't know where this thing was. Yeah, that's a terrible, terrifying thought that somebody could hack one of our most sophisticated aircrafts. Right? Yeah, now, just... now, am I wrong? I could be wrong about this, but isn't this the, the fighter jet that is uh, showcased in, in Maverick? The Top Gun movie, Maverick. I haven't seen it yet. So. Okay, I think it is. 
I, I think it is. Aaron's looking it up. Um, but yeah, it, it's this super technical, really cool plane. Like we went to, uh, uh, my buddy and I, we went to the air show. They had an air show out here yesterday. We went out to the air show yesterday and, um, uh, oh, the one in Top Gun is the Boeing FA-18 EF Super Hornet. Okay, so I'm wrong about that. But um, the uh, we went out to the air show yesterday, and, and my buddy said he had seen the F-35 in action last year at the air show, and it was, it was just doing these amazing things that you wouldn't think a plane could do. Right. The most logical thing that I can think of is that um uh it was hacked i would think i could be wrong again but i would think that if it was on autopilot that well number one they'd know where it was number two i would think that the 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 military would have some kind of fail safe for an autopilot eject situation like that and if they don't, I think they're going to get one. I, I Just me. Hey, P-Funk, I'll ask you a question. If it was hacked, would you tell us? If you were the... Oh, well, certainly not. Okay. Yeah. Because... I, mean, I, would, I mean, I'd be... I'd, I mean, look, look, it's the government. They're they're professional liars. Yes. And they should be able to tell us something pretty quick. You know, and here, you know, everybody talks about they went on another 80 miles. Well, listen, guys. That thing's moving at like 230 miles an hour. Right. Or four, you know, you know, it's moving at an outrageous speed. So the minute they start throwing out those type of details, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> this thing is 80 miles. This is like a blip, you know? Yeah. See, now you that's know, that's nothing. That's what I picked up on. And I'm I'm glad you picked up on it as well. Was it flew another 80 miles. Well, these jets run at like 200 something miles an hour. So that means like Right after that dude ejected, that plane went down. Yeah. I, you know, and the scary part of it is, is you know, it's, you know, have y'all been out in Charlotte in that area or not? No. Yeah, it's a, it's, 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 you know, the closer you get to the coast, the flatter it gets. But that Charlotte area is pretty mountainous in, in places. Um, you know, you're talking about really in getting, coming out of the heart, you know, going into the heart of the Appalachians. So, um it's only about six hours from here too. So, Oh, it's just, um, is it a lot like the uh, Tennessee smoky out mountains? Yeah. It's like two hours from my house. Yeah. But I mean, is it like that too? the, what you're talking about the Charlotte yeah, area? Is, yeah. Charlotte's kind of, it's hilly. I mean, okay. y'all would, Californians would probably call it mountainous. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's hills. Well, the video yeah. that I played from NBC, it had a picture of the uh, landing area, which, <sighs> I got something to say when you're done talking about could, that. It could be, it could be real. I would just think that the burn area would be a bit larger. But what I was going to say was, Aaron, um, it looked like uh, Tahoe. Okay. As far as forest goes, looks like Tahoe. Uh, lots of trees. Well, that's right. When we were driving through the Tennessee Smoky Mountains. You know, me and Dawn, mm -hmm. I told her this reminds me a lot of Tahoe. So, okay. would be, occurred, yeah, that's so what that's, it, what, I was that's what it looked like. To me. Okay. So, so what were you going to say well, about the landing well, spot? Has anybody actually seen any wreckage? 
I've never, I haven't seen one photo of actual any wreckage yet. No, I, I haven't either. I have not seen any wreckage. I haven't either, but this is where I would go back and say I wouldn't show anything either until I, my investigation was done. Well, it's not like it's a secret what it looks like. You know, it's not like the stealth bomber. You know, every, I mean, everybody knows what it looks like. You know, and you know what it reminds me of, and I hate to say this, but it kind of reminds me of when they said a plane hit the Pentagon. I never saw a wing. I never saw an engine. I never, oh, I see, never saw. We could get see, into more I, conspiracy theories about 9-11 because I've got some, but. Um, well, I'm just, I'm just saying it. it and again, tragic loss of life, not downplaying it at all. But the government does not help itself in the situation. I want to see, I want to see the fighter that it's down. You know, I want to, you know, they can tell me what, if the, you can't show it to me, that means there's something there you don't want us to see. I mean, we know what an F 35 looks like. You can go out on the internet and, and yeah. see it all day long. Right. So show me a wing, show me, you know, piece of the tail fin, show me something. But all I'm seeing is just like burnt grass, burnt that's, weeds. Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. And would you agree that the burn area doesn't appear to be as large as it should be? No, not really. It's, I mean, it's something like moving they, that fast. It's like they called in the team from, uh, from Men in Black. You know, I need a perimeter set up around here. I need this and that. That's kind of what it looks like. It's just a very small burn area. Yeah, I don't think they've shown us anything of substance. No, and the 9-11 call is not any substance whatsoever. Uh, I question that it's even him. I, I question that that call is even real. So, Well, again, I don't want to downplay any tragedy, but um, I think this one, you know, depending on how far down the rabbit hole you want to I mean, what happened? You know, what happened to it that we can't see it? Did it interact with UAP? Did it, you know, did it get hacked and the, they were trying to take uh, take some foreign body was trying to take control of it? And if so, <laughs> does do our planes that are advanced have countermeasures to prevent, you know, what ways of scuttling it? to prevent it from enemy capture. If y'all remember back during the Bin Laden raid, supposedly that happened in Pakistan, when we went after uh, Bin Laden, we had this highly technical, you know, helicopter that was pretty much invisible to stealth. It, it, there was an accident and they tried to blow it up after it left. You would think after that incident, our government would at least have some form of countermeasure to dispose of deep, uh, uh, you know, secret uh, government technologies. Well, you know, just here for a yeah, second. I, I go back to I think it was hacked. You, you've got this completely computer run plane. And yeah. um, and we all know that the next big war is not going to be fought on a battlefield. It's going to be fought in the computers. That's my opinion. Um, that's why, you know. Like the military and the CIA, they're looking for computer hackers and stuff like that. Uh, these computer geniuses, because they know that China and some of those other countries, they're fighting the war right now in, in computer land, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, I think it'll certainly start there. I don't know if it will end there. 
I think it's definitely, um, I, I think it, it'll begin there. You know, if you're, I think it ends with the clone war actually. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. I mean, it's, I don't know if y'all follow me on Facebook or not my private profile. I don't have that many people that I let see it, but I mean, truth be told, you know, everybody, all the major governments around the world are preparing for the next world con global conflict. It's, it's happening. Um, and it's a scary, scary thought to think that one of our planes might be susceptible <laughs> to, to a, a hack job like uh, some hacker taking control of it. Right. Because, I mean, that would, that would completely render us, you know, neutered. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be, on the, wouldn't be beyond the realm of possibility that, uh, you know, all that someone out in China had to do was give Joe Biden or, or Hunter Biden a few million dollars and he would have handed it over to him. Or, or the government basically set out to hack this plane while I was in the air and they're able to hack it for what reason I, I well to see if we could do it if it could be still hacked yeah but I don't Maybe think, you, I don't think of, you just crash a hundred million dollar jet to see if you can hack I, I, I understand that and, and then the mission went wrong uh, they, the, the mission went wrong and there we go with the fake 911 call and all these other things to, to cover what we were actually doing. You know, yeah, so it's, part of me thinks that we don't have any secrets from any of our foreign uh, countries yeah. around, you know, that yeah. they're just I, I, whatever I Joe's telling them, they're just confirming what they already know. You know, if Joe's telling them different things. Well, we know it's so. not Joe telling anybody anything. Well, that's he can, true. He can barely that, form it, a that, sentence. That would be true. <laughs> like this. So, so uh, uh well, it depends on how deep a three, you know, three-dimensional chess you really want to play. Because you got to remember, we have counter, we have intelligence, and we have counterintelligence. So, I mean, wouldn't you think, you know, that we would probably put some false information out there, or put something out there in a, as in a means of uh, fooling the enemy, saying, "Oh, we can do this." You know, I, I don't know if you ever saw the movie uh, Terminator Salvation. It's a great storyline. Where they like the basically they get this signal that can shut down all the machines, and so they try to beat Skynet by broadcasting the signal worldwide. Well, when they start broadcasting it worldwide, what do they do? They give away their positions. They, they come and attack them and wipe them out. Hmm. So if you want to think that our government's playing that 3D of chess, putting out you know leaving holes into an advanced aircraft so the Chinese think, oh, we can hack their systems when we go to take Taiwan. And they don't work. You know, there's, mm -hmm. I mean, it all depends how far down the rabbit hole you really want to go to think about as far as intelligence, counterintelligence, and that kind of a thing. But, you know, this one is a dangerous game to play over a heavily populated, you know, civilian center. You know, is it pretty populated out there? Oh, yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte's okay. pretty, pretty well spread out. Okay. So, well, I didn't see Terminator Salvation because, uh, as far as I'm concerned, one and two are the only ones that kind of matter. But it's not bad. It's not bad. Is that the one that where Schwarzenegger came back? Uh, no, he was CGI. He was governor at the time. It's the one with Christian Bale, and I can't think of the other guy. Oh, okay, all right. Well, um, I did see that storyline though in Mars Attacks. 
<laughs> oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's the same storyline. Am I right? And if you do want to watch something pretty recent about the military, um, uh, the guy Sheridan that does the, uh, the started, um, the Yellowstone put out a series called the lioness. Okay. And it's a really good series. Uh, it's on Paramount plus, um, it's a really good series on how the military works. And I kept saying to myself, uh, during this whole thing, wow, if this is really, if this is really, you know, like one guy says in the, in the boardroom, I have more clearance than the president of the United States on security matters. And I'll th- turn to my wife and go, if that's true, something is wrong, you know? Yeah, but it is true to a point. I yeah, mean, yeah, I haven't seen the show, understand. but I mean, yeah. they do keep things from the president. Yes. Um, we know that. Possible deniability. Yes. Yeah. That's, and that's I think that's the biggest reason. Yeah, so. I think there's also a bit of security to it. And, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I have a problem with that so much. Um, I think that would be a case by case thing for me. But what, check it out, everybody, if uh, you're listening and looking for a good show. It's not for everybody. There is some language and thing. But uh, if you want to know how our military operates and secret missions, um, it's a very good show. And I think it's um, somewhat realistic, uh, the lioness on Paramount Plus. I'm going to recommend another show. I want to re- recommend a couple of things. Go ahead. Um, uh, number one, if y'all have Tubi, T-U-B-I. Yeah, it's a that's great. Free. Uh, there's a series on there called While We All Die <laughs> or something like that. Okay. It's kind of a little left-leaning. They're pretty hard on Trump, but they're kind of hard on everybody. It talks about the continuity of government. And if you know what continuity of government is, it's basically the government keeps operating while the rest of us are either dying in nuclear holocaust or uh, basically how they're going to preserve the government while the rest of us die. Yeah. And then uh, one one YouTube series that I've fallen in love with, um, it's called The Y-Files. I was just going to bring up The Y-Files. If you like conspiracy theories, that's my yeah. go-to uh, that I don't know the dude's name. I forgot his name, but I like watching the Y files. Okay. And it's what's Heckle his name? Fish. Hecklefish. And uh, what's the guy's Hecklefish. name? The guy's name though? This is Jay. Jay? Uh, uh, Jay something. Yeah. Um, he's very likable, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. And it's the Y files spelled W H Y. Because I went, yeah. when I heard about it, I went actually, because I was thinking it's like the X-Files. So I just was looking for the letter Y and I couldn't find it. But yeah, if you haven't. I was looking them, for my Hecklefish stickers. Oh, you got Hecklefish stickers? Are you? A I got some of their merch. Their merch is great. I yeah. love it. And, and, I meant to wear my conspiracy theorist t-shirt. So I, I was actually thinking, man, I, I'd kind of like to get him on for a show. I don't know if he'd do it. I might have to send him a little money to do it, but um, he would be awesome awesome to get on the show um yeah if you but no, yeah it, what yeah, yeah i mean no it's good he's I, I just, I'm saying, yeah it's a good show uh, you know i just it, it's sad that uh that we have to sit here and, and question the motives of our own government like this well I, you know but honestly i kind of think that it's always been this way it's just we're more connected now than we ever were before. And we've, you know, you talk about the government having their cameras everywhere. Well, so do we. We have our own cameras everywhere. And we're seeing a lot of stuff that we wouldn't normally see. Um, so something tells me that it's always been like this. We're just pulling back the curtain now. 
but we're just to become aware of it. Yeah. Uh, we're becoming woke. <laughs> <laughs> or we're waking up. Yeah. Whatever we yeah, however you want to go about it. I want to do another one of these shows. We should do these every couple of months or so. That, these that are would, fun. That would be great. Uh, as we wrap this up, uh, P-Funk, you're in a band. Faith had, what do you guys got going on? Anything? Well, we do actually, we got a lot going on. Unfortunately, it's all been kind of under wraps. We're actually working on a new album. And I, of course, we've been saying that since 2020 and, uh, <laughs> it's really happening this time. I promise the, uh, it's going to pick up kind of where Genesis left off. Um, I'm uh, not entitled to say much i'm hoping we will have a new single out probably in the next couple of months we're trying to wrap up one of the first songs we've got two or three that we've started tracking and we're just kind of going through it right now um but it, i mean there's some people that are really going to hate it because we're going to we're going to tackle just about every topic transgenderism we're going to we're going to talk about atheism and uh whole slew of issues the demonic for like i said it's going to be it's going to be a pretty doomy dark and very heavy album so um i'm hoping that we'll get a single out hopefully here maybe by the end of october maybe by thanksgiving it's taken us a little bit longer than i would have liked um, time is always a factor when you're trying to coordinate for other people's schedules so um but yeah we've uh, you know we've you know, we've pretty much been silent for the last year and a half, but it's not that things weren't happening. It's just we're all just kind of it's all just finally kind of coming together. So hopefully next year, sometime after the first of the year, maybe we'll have an album out by then. But hopefully we'll be releasing a single before the end of the year. So. Well, I, I'm waiting for the uh, call. I'm ready to lay down my slide guitar tracks or oh, dude, that's what we're needing right now. So cowbell or triangle, whatever you need me to do. Yeah, just, <laughs> just record it and send it on. <laughs> It'll drop it right in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you never know. So people have sent me stuff that we've dropped right in the middle of the album. They're like, I can't believe you did that. No. Well, I just figured maybe it'd end up in a field in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't find it. <laughs> oh, call nine one one. All right, maybe we ought to do a fake nine one one call, Dave, and he'll throw that in the album. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So well, I appreciate you having me, and yeah. uh, we've kind of been all over the place. But I mean, there's, I mean, it's a scary world that we're in right now. Yeah, it really uh, is a, a crazy, mixed up world at well, the moment. At least I know who's in control. You know. Joe Biden. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no. I have to ask. Well, I got to ask you guys a question. Go ahead. I want to, you know, of course, Tennessee is a red state. I wanted to know if y'all are getting the same kind of ads that we're getting here. So we're seeing a lot of, you know, Trump did a lot for us back when he was president. But after 2020, he's become obsessed and it's all about him. If, if if we nominate Donald Trump, Joe Biden wins, and we can't handle another four years of Joe Biden, are you seeing those type of ads out there in California? I haven't seen that, but uh, not at all. Newsom is running hard out here. I mean, for all the for all the times he's out there going, I'm not running for president. That dude is running for president, and if he's not running for president, I want some of my tax money back because you're doing that 
on the clock, brother. And I want you, you, I'm paying you to run California and you're floating all over the country campaigning. And I can't figure out what you're doing it for if you ain't doing it to run for president. Uh, here's yeah, my, let me leave you with this conspiracy theory. This is my conspiracy theory, just as, because I never vote early. Yeah, I never vote early because everything changes from day to day. But if you were to ask me today what the plan is, this is my conspiracy theory. Um, Biden runs with Newsom. He he kicks Kamala to the curb. Biden runs with Newsom. He wins against Trump. And then retires or they force him out. And uh, we get Newsom by default as president. Because that dude wants to be president bad. Hmm. Yeah, we well, haven't, haven't, haven't. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's certainly possible. You know, the question is, is do you really think we have a Republican candidate that's legitimately going to be able to win other than Trump? Well, I think if DeSantis is nominated, he wins. Yeah. He wins big. What what he's done in Florida, um, he'll, you know, the only thing he has to clean up a little bit is, is, you know, he's a little dry sometimes on stage. um, But he means... What he says, and he does what he says. Let me tell you and why so I like. It, you know. let, let me tell you why I like DeSantis, and I'm looking forward to the ne- next debate. But uh, I would love to see, by the way, and I, I know Aaron doesn't agree with me on this one. I know there's some faults to this guy, but I would love to see, like a, um, if it's going to be Trump, I'd love to see Trump and Ramaswamy. If it's going to be DeSantis, I'd like to see a DeSantis Ramaswamy. Although it, it probably ends up being that other uh, 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 Nikki Haley gal. Um, I don't like her. The um, but in, what I saw in the debates, this is what I saw out of DeSantis, and it's what I've said for years that I want out of a politician. If you go back and watch it, he never points the finger at any other politician. He just sits there and goes, "This is what I've done, and this is what I can do." And I love that, and that's what we need. I need a guy who doesn't act like it's grade school, pointing a finger at everybody else, just gets in there and says, we're going to do this. I need um, President Harrison Ford from Air Force One. That's a guy I want for president. So, anyway. Yep. Thank you for joining. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was was just curious if y'all saw ever seeing the same political ads that I am here in the South. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're trying to poison the well. Yeah. So, hey, thank right. you for joining us. Yeah, let's do one of these again in a couple of months. This is, uh, I, you know, we'll be a little more focused. I, I just kind of threw this together, but it's fun. I mean, it's fun. I, you know, anytime, but I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist. No, I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist either. Um, but, uh, I do like your views on some of the, conspiracy theories how about is that a safe way to say it no i don't want to yeah. i don't want to label I mean, you as a conspiracy you're not the rock salt resident conspiracy theorist <laughs> no I, I consider myself to be a conspiracy therapist i feel like it all needs to be talked out we need to all get together talk about our feelings and <laughs> uh lay out all the facts in a safe and, space well not necessarily that of course you <laughs> with I think a case of bud light <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> I think y'all are y'all all subscribed to my uh my Substack yes. that I've been writing about 
Yep. No, okay. I don't. I don't do Substack. I've never been on there. I don't do it. You can just sign up for the email and get the email. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you more about it. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell yeah. You, I, and it's not a. It, it's a. It's a. I've got to cut the social media something. You know, I've got to cut it at some point. <laughs> you know, and uh, I get into. I hear about Substack. I don't know how it works, but I hear that everybody's. Uh, you know, got to subscribe and stuff, and I'm just not willing to pay. So if it's a pay thing, well, mine's free, so okay. you don't have to worry about it. Oh, all right. Well, that might entice me a little. But I'm a cheap uh, date. That, by the way, going back to the Joe Rogan, uh, 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 Tulsi Gabbard interview, they had on uh, another guy. I don't know that guy's name, BJ something. And uh, he said this, conspiracy theory is just another way of saying spoiler alert. Right. So, all right. Well, it's just like with, it's just like with Maui. We're just going to have to see what happens in the next six months, whether it's true or not. Yeah. We'll see if they rob these people of their land. It's like we haven't learned from history. All right. Mm. P-Funk, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. All it's right. always a pleasure. Yep. Thank you. And uh, with that, I say uh, happy trails. Happy trails, everybody. <laughs>